You know, it just got really weird here in the fast lane as we welcome you back across the Virginia Talk Radio Network. See, the last commercial message for Tara Lee Mosley, which they still need to come to my house. We are uh, thankfully have been blessed with mild temperatures. I am knocking on wood that that continues because when it gets hot, it gets hot upstairs and trying to get the twin four-year-old boys to sleep. When it's that hot is not exactly a, uh, well, it's not easy anyway, but it's even more challenging. You just knocked on the table and Hokey just walked yeah your dog came walking up trey but uh you know anyway my wife did the last commercial message it's my wife's cousin who is joining us now in the fast lane and it's somebody who has actually done something you've done trey survived a car ride with me on a sales call barely barely yes y'all jinxed each other wow that's phenomenal (laughs) ann parker coleman cbs 19 up in Charlottesville, and you have survived and lived to tell about it. So, congratulations. Thank you. And if, if Meet is listening to this and she hears that you only called me her cousin and you didn't explain that she was my field hockey coach, for God, my entire childhood, she is going to rip you to shreds. He gets in trouble like <laughs> once a week on this show, so I'm not shocked by this. Yeah, exactly. That is that is the way. If, whenever I see her, she... She gets mad when I call her Mead, and I have to re say hello to her and call her coach. So oh, oh, that, I, that tells you that tells you the the relationship we have. Oh, I can already tell you what's going to happen when I leave the studio. It's going to be a quick text. Hey, need me to get anything at the store? No. On my way home, great. Get home. I'm not feeling anything for dinner because that is what I will probably be deserving of after uh, well failing to introduce you as a former student and former player for my wife. And Parker Coleman, and she did intern uh, with us once back in the day. Intern, yeah, yes. Yeah, so she has seen what it's like to be me, and uh, well, she was smart enough to steer away from the Virginia Talk Radio Network, not because of our overall network, but because of me. And if you need need some help and just want to free me, please let me know. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm I'm actually I'm a little busy, uh, but you got it. You uh, have fun in Lynchburg with uh, with Ed. Wow, <laughs> Trey, getting it. She must have known that this your is, dog all was right, poking. This in. is my new favorite interview. This is my new <laughs> favorite interview. I don't care if she's a UVA alum. This is now. This might be my favorite interview we've ever done because well, it's two on one. You can't invite a UVA alum on on the on the radio show and not expect. Uh, some 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 wit or some humor okay we we grew up smart at in charlottesville well uh, all right all right trey i don't want to hear a <laughs> dial tone them. i'm not gonna i'm not gonna agree trey, to that be qu- trey be quiet i did not plan for a dial tone for the last 10 minutes of the fast lane so i don't want to get that from ann parker coleman of cbs 19 hanging up because of your antics today um ap <laughs> all seriousness or as serious as you want to get when it comes to sports baseball team for virginia they're back at mm-hmm. it, super regional, uh, yet again. Um, they hadn't always been the smoothest ride, but it hasn't been the rockiest ride, if you will. Um, reasonable to say, though, they're playing their best baseball of the year, particularly pitching the best they could, mm-hmm. giving up five runs in three games this past weekend in the regional in Charlottesville. Yeah, exactly. And and, and that's what Coach O'Connor said after ACC's. Of course, they dropped their, their last game to North Carolina, but they came out against Georgia Tech putting up 15 runs and and head coach Brian O'Connor they had just gotten out of that slump that they kind of had at the end of uh, a few weeks ago and and he said candidly that this is the best baseball that they played all season and this is exactly when you want to peak and this is exactly the kind of story that they want you know hosting regionals going through now and now another another super regional and it's going to be against uh 
a familiar face that they did drop a series to when they were going to that slump. So if you're them, you, you can't have written this script any better. Yeah, I mean, they talk about peaking at the right time, and it looks like this team is doing that right now. Nobody's doubted the hitting of this team and mm-hmm. how deep the lineup is. What questions has the pitching staff answered given what they did last week and highlighting in particular? And let's, you know, with all due respect to the Army and the fact that, you know, it's the military academy and what that university is, if you're looking at it from a X's and O's standpoint, how much did UVA answer questions about their pitching staff with what they did against an East Carolina team that uh, may or may not have been the pick of the Foul Ball Area podcast by Trey to get out of that regional, Virginia shut them down. I had them in the College World Series. Well, that was wrong, Trey. Clearly. Yeah, well, I think it answered a lot of questions. And again, it just goes back to a couple weeks ago when they went through a slump. A lot of that did have to do with they just weren't getting links out of their pitchers. And then, you know, you see Nick Parker on Saturday throw a a season-high seven innings. It just all the questions and all the worries that you had a couple weeks ago. And, and again, it wasn't with the bats. Like you said, it was, it was with pitching. I think that was just answered, especially against ECU. And then going a step further on that, and that is the offense. It wasn't always explosive, but when it needed to be, they were able to put runs up on the board, particularly in the latter half of the game. How much did you notice, or maybe Coach O'Connor even talking about the fact that the offense started to come to life as they got to see a little bit more time of uh, going through a rotation a second or a third time? Yeah, you know, I think O'Connor, is one of his favorite words is opportunistic, and that's exactly what the team was on on Saturday and Sunday. You see guys like uh, Ethan Anderson or Ethan O'Donnell, for that matter, on Sunday who walk up to the plate or maybe 0 for 2, 0 for 3 at that point, and then hit a home run, hit a timely hit, and that's what it's all about, especially at this time of year, is just, you know, maybe not going three for three, but making those important hits, those clutch hits when it matters. And Parker Coleman joining us here in the fast lane. Uh, you mentioned they dropped the series to Duke, obviously uh, dropped the first one 70 to five, 17 to 5, and then uh, was able to win that second one, but then losing the rubber match on that Sunday uh, two months ago in April. Uh, how What adjustments do you want to see from Virginia? based off of that matchup, it seemed like pitching got away from them in that that weekend series against the Blue Devils. Yeah, again, I think that one really does go back to pitching. You saw they dropped their Friday, dropped their Sunday game, but on Saturday they saw a resurgence, and that's because Nick Parker was on the mound. And I I can't remember off the top of my head his his stats, but again, I I think it was all about pitching that weekend. And so it's not even so much about – sorry – about – adjustments I, I think they've already seen the adjustments that they needed to I'm just really interested to see in what way what lineup they they decide with their pitchers because once you get to the postseason it's just really weird and you're not sure if you're going to have that third game and who are you going to put on the mound on Friday and then who who are you going to have on on Saturday it's just that's I'm interested to see that he had 12 strikeouts in that game I just want to mention that's pretty good oh thank you that's it Ann Parker, you referenced that, and Ann Parker Coleman of CBS 19 is with us here in the fast lane. Um, The other part to this Duke team, and just what's interesting is, they seem to be as new age as it gets when it comes to baseball pitching and their philosophy. Oftentimes, shorter innings, quick burn, blitz through guys, and then bring in another arm. Do you expect that to be the trend they adopt over the entire weekend, or do you see that being something that could potentially wear thin sooner than later? 
No, I, I think that that's exactly what they'll do. And I, I think as you look at the pitchers that have faced that, that UBA lineup before, that's usually what, whether they plan to or not, that's usually what happens with them just because once the bats are going hot, it, you got to, it, it's, it, those pitchers get out of there really quick and really easily. And so I think for Duke, it's almost, you know, you're, you're looking at your, your bullpen and you're kind of glad that they have that kind of experience because like it or not, that's probably what will happen this weekend. And Parker Coleman, CBS 19 up in Charlottesville with us here in the fast lane, talking quite a bit of UVA baseball. Um, your guess, UVA in two, UVA in three. Does Duke pull the upset because of that quirky pitching, or is there enough in the toolkit for Coach O'Connor to at some point solve that? I, I would love to say UVA in two. That would make my weekend easier, my life easier. <laughs> She's smart. <laughs> it would make me a lot less worried and anxious. But just looking at the way this team has played over the past couple weeks, I think it'll go to three just because you'll see them come out of the gate and dominate in game one. It's just if you give them a break, they come out and the bats are electric and, you know, score 15 runs against Georgia Tech or 12 against Army. Granted, those are different teams, but, you know, then you see the next day against some some harder competition, it's just there's not that offensive production. And so that's why I, I can see them taking game one, maybe dropping the second, and then hopefully, you know, coming out and, and winning it in three. Well, that would be my my honest my honest uh, prediction. Although, if I could say what I what I really wanted, it would be for them to sweep and just win in two and end it there. But it, yeah, it, she wants an easy weekend. She like does, us. and they're both noon games, or they're all three noon games. So I know you'd yeah. love for these to be quicker games as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Well. Trey, you've got one more. I was going to say that two one ECU game was probably her ideal ideal game because you know she's in the championship game. It's two one, so it goes quick, and then like those seventeen to five games take forever. Hopefully, those take forever. Yeah, they're more. You know, it's it's give and take. Those those games are more fun to watch. That is true. But it is kind of nice when you know it's low scoring and those innings are going by pretty quick. Well, just just hope for not a fourteen inning showdown like we had last weekend between Tennessee and Clemson, and you'll be okay. Oh my goodness! Yeah, exactly. As long as as long as we uh, we don't get that, or we're not you know starting the game at ten forty five in Winston Salem, we're we're good to go. Yeah, that would be the uh, <laughs> that would be the big one. Uh, speaking of big for Virginia basketball and Parker Coleman, CBS nineteen up in Charlottesville with us here in the fast lane. Two big returns to the program. One, Reese Beekman, ACC Defensive Player of the Year, uh, an All ACC Defender candidate, uh, returned out of the NBA draft. Were you surprised by that, or did you kind of see that coming? You know, I I think I saw it coming a little bit. Um, he had waited such a long time, and I just heard from other people that because it had, it had weared out, it, it kind of seemed like, you know, some people wanted him to go ahead to the draft, and he wanted to stay back. And, of course, when you hear stuff like that, you you know, you kind of think that he'll win out. Um, and that's exactly what happened. He's he's coming back, and I think that that is I'm, – I'm happy for that selfishly because it's great for UBA basketball, but also just from a personal standpoint for him, I think – that injury uh, this past season kind of halted him a little bit. And so I think if you come back, light up for another year and stay healthy, like his, his draft stock is only going to go up. Yeah. It's crazy to think about that, but there is a major amount of history and precedent for doing that. And one guy that's uh, credited with that, and certainly he's got the personality for recruiting is Ron Sanchez. 
He was a head mm-hmm. coach at Charlotte. Richie McKay did this a few years ago. Uh, assistant at Virginia, left to go to Liberty, came back to Charlottesville, and then went back to Liberty, where I think he'll end up probably retiring. That's just my two cents on that. Uh, but, you know, who knows what the future holds there. Sanchez was in Charlottesville, left for Charlotte, now comes back, goes from being a head coach to an assistant coach. You don't see this a lot, do you? You don't see this a lot, but I think it just really speaks to the program Tony Bennett has established. I mean, you don't you don't come back to be an assistant after running your own program unless you really respect that program and you really like the guys that you're working with. And I think it just shows that UVA's program, it's not just about winning. It's a, it's a really rock-solid group of guys in, in that locker room. Yeah, I mean, that's a big pull and a big appeal to that particular program, much like the insight is a big appeal from Ian Parker Coleman of CBS 19 in Charlottesville. AP, enjoy the action this coming weekend. And for your sake, we'll hope it's a couple of one nothing or 2-1 to games that get you out of there bright and early on Friday and Saturday <laughs> afternoon. Yeah, I got it. I'm going to be packing my sunscreen, too. Yes, it's expected to be that way as well. And Parker Coleman, CBS 19, with us here in the Fast Lane. That's a wrap for today. More NASCAR, more PGA tomorrow. Oh, yes. Stumbling through answers when you can't just say it was about the money. Uh, all of that tomorrow in the Fast Lane. In the meantime, if you missed anything you were to go, hit us up, Fast Lane Ed Lane, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and wherever you listen to podcasts.